Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Hotel workers go into what are essentially people's bedrooms every day by themselves. How do we keep them safe? Today on Parts Per Billion, we talk about the new technology that may help to prevent sexual assault in the hospitality industry. Hello and welcome once again to Parts Per Billion, the policy podcast from Bloomberg Environment. I'm your host, David Schultz. And today we're going to go a little bit off of our typical beaten path and talk about an issue that's not quite on the environment beat. Our colleague Fatima Hussein covers occupational safety, and she just did a really fascinating story about a bill out in California that would require all hotels to give their workers panic buttons. The workers could press these buttons if they're feeling threatened by a guest, and help would come immediately. The bill would also require hotels to maintain so-called blacklists of guests who've threatened their workers in the past and deny service to anyone on these lists. We wanted to talk to Fatima about the rationale behind this bill and about its chances of moving forward in the California legislature. But first I asked her, how do these panic buttons work? So the panic buttons themselves are tiny electronics that are worn on the body, whether through a wristband or on a lanyard. It's silent, so you wouldn't hear the noise um, of an individual who is afraid of a guest in a room. You press the button and immediately somebody from management is summoned to the room and they can be there in a matter of minutes. Um, An individual who runs one of these companies, the company was Pinpoint, they told me that the cost of these buttons for an entire hotel would roughly be around $40,000 to $200,000 per hotel. So that's important to note because that's where we get that conflict in between the safety of workers and individuals who run hotels and the business groups. But we're not just talking about, uh, you know, that's one aspect of the legislation. But the other aspect is that if a, a hotel worker, I guess, hits their panic button, the hotels also have to maintain a blacklist that would put that guest on the list and uh, the guest could never stay there again. Right. And there are a lot of conversations about blacklists in hotels. They do exist already. Um, If you are extremely belligerent and go to your local hotel, they likely have some type of list to remind themselves that you're not allowed to be there. But it sounds like this is different and that this would be the state requiring hotels to maintain this list. Right. And that's where the California Chamber of Commerce and the California Hotel and Lodging Association say that there are constitutional issues there in terms of the government keeping lists like this. Well, we'll get into the arguments against this legislation in a little bit, but uh, I actually I'm interested in finding out more about why hotel workers need this. I mean, I can 
take a few guesses, but why are they saying that this legislation is necessary? That's a really good question. Being a hotel worker, you face a lot of harassment and discrimination on the basis of working alone in very personal quarters of individuals who are kind of transient, moving from one city to another. Um, A study was done by Unite Here, which is a major labor union in the United States and Canada, that said that at least 58% of all housekeepers face sexual assault. Another thing that is also should be noted is that a lot of hotel housekeepers are undocumented. So the likelihood of their bringing a claim or a complaint against a guest would be not as likely compared to documented individuals. Is this legislation and and this movement to to implement the legislation maybe in other cities or other states is this springing from all the recent attention that's uh, been paid to sexual assault as a result of the Me Too movement? Or does this predate that and it's just a coincidence that everyone is now talking about this? So the Me Too movement has certainly increased the visibility of this movement in general of adding panic buttons into hotels or giving them to hotel workers. However, Unite Here brought this to the public's attention after that infamous incident with Dominique Strauss-Kahn, the French diplomat who allegedly raped a hotel housekeeper in 2011. Since then, Unite Here has been pretty active in either lobbying companies and getting collective bargaining agreements with a lot of the housekeepers who are unionized, and in doing so, have also lended their efforts to bringing in legislation for cities. This bill has been moving through the California legislature with committees taking action as recently as last week, but not everyone's on board. In a minute, we'll get to the arguments against it. But first, I wanted to remind you that we have a hashtag, and that hashtag is parts per B. Don't forget to use that hashtag on social media to chat with us and ask us all the questions you've been dying to hear us answer or maybe just artfully evade. So once again, that hashtag is parts per B. Use it. All right, we're back. We're talking with Bloomberg Occupational Safety reporter Fatima Hussein. Fatima says hotels and other business groups aren't thrilled about the bill in California that would require hotels to give all of their workers panic buttons. Aside from the argument they make that sexual harassment and assault happens in every industry, the hotel industry is no different, they make the due process claim about the blacklist, stating that people wouldn't want to stay in California hotels anymore. Um, And on top of that, the extreme cost to hotels, not only would they have to outfit each housekeeper with a panic button, but they'd also have to develop a system for management to be able to run to the help of a housekeeper in trouble. So it's not necessarily just the cost of the button itself, but also the the additional security. Yeah, exactly. Although it's, it's funny, you mentioned that, you know, one of their arguments is that this is, you know, all workers in many different uh, industries are, are threatened and, and uh, you know, by sexual harassment or sexual assault. That seems like uh, an argument for expanding this to other sectors. I mean, you, I think you mentioned in your story that hotel workers are not the only ones who have talked about potentially using panic buttons. Can you talk a little bit about some of the other industries that uh, where workers are, are saying we need uh, more protection? Sure. So I spoke with an individual who works at a bar in a hotel, and she told me anonymously that she faces 
harassment constantly in her job and knows of many people who face harassment in their jobs. And we know from statistics and the increased visibility of harassment studies in the workplace that it happens often. So bartenders are very interested in this. Um, I could think of a host of other jobs where having a panic button would be helpful to at least deter um, harassment. But right now, because of the extreme uh, rates of harassment, according to Unite Here study and several other studies, it's really housekeepers that are the focal point here. So we have legislation in some cities or laws that have passed in some cities. California may be the first state to pass a statewide law. That bill is currently going through the legislature. Let's talk about where it's at and the next steps. The labor union is supporting it. The Chamber of Commerce is not. Um, what is, what's going on? The likelihood of it passing, we're unsure at this point. However, it has gone through the Assembly's Labor and Employment Committee as of May 2nd. It passed through that committee. Then it will go through the Assembly's Judiciary Committee on May 8th, where if it does go through, it will then face a assembly vote. And California does tend to be out in front on a lot of these issues. People call it sort of the laboratory of democracy that, you know, once uh, laws pass there, they tend to spread to other states. I would actually be interested in finding out if there are other states that maybe could take up this law as well, especially Nevada, where the hospitality industry is, you know, far and away the biggest industry in, in the state. Yes. So Las Vegas is considering um, adding panic button legislation for workers through collective bargaining agreements. So we see when cities take on this type of uh, topic or this issue, it's usually through the collective bargaining process and then they face pressure to pass legislation. That's what we're seeing in Las Vegas right now. We've seen it in Long Beach, in um, Miami Beach is also facing a similar issue. Let's look at this from sort of a 50,000-foot level. Do you think that with this new technology, this is going to be a new way to enforce occupational safety standards? Uh, you know, we now have the ability to have a button that you can press that can immediately call for help. I mean, 50 years ago, that wasn't necessarily the, the case. Is this another example of, you know, using technology to change the way that we, we deal with these these sort of occupational safety issues? Yes, absolutely. Um, Bruce Rolfson actually wrote a story recently about how construction work... We should say sort of veteran, uh, uh, (laughs) intrepid reporter Bruce Rolfson, who is here at uh, uh, Bloomberg. uh, uh, You should all check out his work. He's amazing. He's an amazing reporter. He recently wrote a story about how construction workers and workers in um, outdoor industries and other kinds of industries use apps and other forms of um, technology to monitor occupational safety in one way or another. And so, of course, we're seeing technology used in this way to assist housekeepers in reporting. I think we'll see it in other fields um, in other ways. I know that there is a concern from some workers who feel that this type of technology could be used to monitor them. So if there's a quota on how many beds they're supposed to be working on in a day, or if um, they want to leave the premises for a little bit, will their employer watch them while they're doing that? I think in every industry in one way or another, we're seeing concerns about how much employers are able to monitor workers, and this might be 
or it might lend itself to that conversation in the future. That was Bloomberg's Fatima Hussein talking about worker safety in the hotel industry. For more of her reporting, visit our website at news.bloombergenvironment.com safety. This episode of Parts Per Billion was produced by myself with help from Jessica Coombs and Rachel Daigle. Parts Per Billion's editor is Marissa Horn. Our audio engineer is Nico Anzalata. The music tracks for this episode of Parts Per Billion are A Message and Breaking Bad by Jazar. They were used under a Creative Commons attribution share alike license. More information can be found at betterwithmusic.com. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.